Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Sean and RJ along with Bobby Belt here on DFW Sports Station. All the Tolos loving that Peyton buzzed Rod Marinelli in our history yeah. quiz. I just want to know, how did you know that was the wrong answer? I didn't give you the answers. Are you... No, no, you said you said ah, no, it was, and so I buzzed. Yeah, he never uh, would have prematurely buzzed. He had his finger a- over the buzzer. He was just waiting for it, is what it was. <laughs> waiting to light up Rod Marinelli. Let's bring in Babe Laufenberg, Cowboys color analyst, on the Diamond Factory hotline. He will have the call Monday night. He doesn't like that they're playing this on Monday night. We already discussed his tweet. We brought mm-hmm. it up with Jerry Jones as well. Good morning, Babe. How are you? Uh, good morning, great. And let me just tell you very briefly. I, I listened to Rod Marinelli there. I love Rod. And I would not have been offended if I got a text from Peyton Russell, your producer, saying, hey, babe, we're not going to need you this week. We're going to extend Rod Marinelli's segment (laughs) into what is typically your segment. I would have said, totally understand. Babe, let me ask this. Is there another coach as different on the field versus off the field that you've ever been around than Rod? Oh, wow. Um, You know, I guess there's a few, but certainly he, you know, he's on the short list. What I really love, I'll never forget this, and uh, and Rod was great to me. I'd go up, talk to him about things and game plan and defense and why he do this. And what I always loved about Rod Marinelli was anytime you asked him a question, not just me, anyone, yeah. he, he looked you straight in the eye, yeah. and it looked like it was the most important question he was going to answer that day. Yeah. I mean, just locked straight on you. So I always appreciated that. Um, okay, so we're, we're in training camp uh, a number of years ago, whenever it was, but obviously Coach Marinelli was – coach on the D-line. So he's out there, and he's screaming at him. He's, I am not going to – now, there's some expletives in there, as you guys know, Mm -hmm. right? I am not going to put up with this bleep. I'm tired of this bleep. I'm not – this is not – I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. This is the end of this bleep going on. I'm not having this bleep. I went up to him after practice. I said, Coach, (laughs) I I said, it was – and it sounded like it'd been going on all year, right? First practice, and I am, I am so tired of this. <laughs> <laughs> so that will always stick out of my mind. He said, "Oh, you can't let up on these guys for a minute." <laughs> yeah, Marinelli. Uh, my, my favorite drill all the years in Oxnard was just O line, D line, one on one or uh, group with Marinelli yep. right there. Pass rush drill. Pass Greatness. rush drill. That was the best. All right. So why, why do you have such a strong opinion? that this game should not be played on Monday night? Well, I, I think everyone should, and that doesn't mean they should agree with my opinion, 
But I, I just think it's ridiculous to put this thing on Monday night um, for any team, any team. Yeah. Cowboys are going to get back. You know, we'll be on the charter. We're going to get back somewhere around 3.30 in the morning, right? Mm. Give or take probably 15 minutes or something. These coaches have to go in and get ready for a game plan on a short week. And and even Tampa playing at home, it'll be a little bit different for them um, because, you know, they're going to go back to their own beds. They're going to get to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning or something. You can go up and have your work day. These coaches are not going to get to sleep until 5 in the morning, somewhere around there. And they're going to be right back in the office having a game plan on a short week. And I just think, hey, during the regular season, everybody goes through – something in the schedule where it, it's not perfect, right? We know that. And if you're the Cowboys, you can go through a lot of that because you're always on these primetime games, right? So I, I just think you can't look at this and say, how do we how do we do this to this team? Because the Cowboys will most likely, most likely be on the road in the second round, right, if they win. So you're going to come back on Monday morning, well, really Tuesday morning, and get ready for – a game that you're going to have to travel to could be San Francisco, could be Philadelphia. And you're going to have to travel there on a short week. And I just think it puts you at a competitive disadvantage. And I just think in the playoffs, everything has to be geared toward making it just as even as possible. Yeah. As fair as possible for the teams. Again, regular season, 17 games, there's going to come a time where, you know, you're, you're trying to schedule all these games, whatever it is now, 271, used to be 256, where, hey, it's not going to match up perfectly for you. But that should not be in the playoffs. Way too much at stake in these playoffs to do that. That's my opinion. Yes, sir. Babe Laufenberg here on The Fan. Uh, always like taking advantage of your film study. Did you watch game one again? Uh, <laughs> what, what, what do you take? Well, I'm only for- laughing. I was talking to Peyton, your producer, on the break, and I said I just – Looked at the whole game again last night. Yeah, uh, all twenty-two, and uh, yeah, and they throttled them pretty good. The one thing I kind of forgot from game one, you know, Zeke ran the ball pretty well. He only had a long run of seven, but he oh. had fifty-two yards on ten carries, and and it was a bunch of four and five and six, and they, he ran the ball fairly well against them. Uh, actually, I'd say very well. Uh, obviously, they got behind, and, and the game turned into a passing game, so had to kind of get away from it. Now, we're as we all know, we're, we're four months down the road, so yeah. a lot of things have changed. Um, but but they ran the ball better than I thought, and then you know they just locked them up, and CD got frustrated. You could just watching the tape, you could just feel the frustration again. They they took him out of the game, not by doubling or anything. They just Cowboys ran a bunch of option routes with CD in that game, and they just didn't look very good. I don't even know if they run them anymore with him. But, uh, you know, and, they, hey, they were – Cowboys were kind of feeling out their offense and their way through that thing. But, um, yeah, certainly did not play well. What have you seen from the Bucks' offense on tape? Well, they they just – they never really hit stride uh, until – if you watched two weeks ago, <laughs> and Mike Evans had three touchdowns. I mean, Evans only had – six touchdown passes or receptions, excuse me, um, this season. Um, three of them came in the Carolina game, right, and had 200 and change. But, uh, you know, they have not been able to run the ball. They really don't try. They were last in the NFL in rushing, which I think bodes well for Dallas because, as we all know, the the, the weak spot 
well, up until the corner situation <laughs> yeah. evolved a couple of weeks ago, you know, has been the run. And when Tampa Bay came in here the first time, and Mike McCarthy has said it many times, uh, you know, you, you kept waiting for Tampa to throw the ball in that game one this year. And they came out the first series and ran it. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, well, they, they showed something. Now they'll start throwing it. And they came out second series and ran it. And they ran it. <laughs> so they, they kind of went away from script in that first game. Um, but again, they have not been a they have not been a good rushing team all year long. So uh, I, I think the Cowboys should be able to handle that aspect of Tampa Bay's offense. What's been wrong with Tom Brady this year and the passing game? You got Evans, you got Goblin, and you're scoring 17 points a game. It's been off, hasn't it? And, and I happen to you guys probably have too. It seems like Tampa's played a lot of the Sunday or Monday or just games where. At least I had the opportunity to watch them. You know, if they play Sunday opposite Cowboys, you don't really see them. You see some highlights, but uh, they they just look out of sync, don't they? I mean, they just don't look right. Yeah. But you know, they've still got number twelve back there, and that scares me. <laughs> I don't care how old he is. I don't care how many divorces he's been through this year. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about any of it. You, you see twelve, and you just say, you get that sinking feeling of, oh no, right. You know, hey, how about this one? Tom Brady, playoff win. He has more playoff wins than the other 13 quarterbacks combined. Combine the other 13. <laughs> you know who he is tied with in playoff wins, though? The Dallas Cowboys. Oh, no. I don't mean I don't mean Dak Prescott. I mean the franchise. Holy cow. They've, they've both got 35. <laughs> is, that, is that crazy? Yeah. Nuts. That's crazy. So, uh, babe, a lot of guys coming back off of injury here. You're going to get Tyler Biotis, Jonathan Hankins, Leighton Van Der Esch. Uh, which one do you think has the chance to be the most impactful for this specific game? Oh, I, I think it's Leighton. Um, you know, Jerome, uh, Damone Clark has come in and, you know, he's done a nice job, but he had been hurt coming in, uh, obviously didn't have camp, the whole nine yards. I just think uh, aside from what, the coaches and players talk about, which I'm not privy to, uh, of getting guys lined up and being that vocal leader in, in, on the defense and, and being the guy who sets a lot of the fronts and, uh, for the defensive line and things of that nature. He just uh, he, He's just so much more physical than what they've had in there. And he, he goes sideline to sideline, as we know. And I think Leighton's one of those guys, um, fellas, where I wasn't of this ilk, but you know, people, oh, Leighton, they're overpaying him, they're this, they're that, he's a number one, should be better. And then you don't have him, and it's like, oh, boy, do we miss him. Right, right. <laughs> I, think, I think Anthony Brown's a little bit of that guy, right? There's a lot of vitriol throwing Anthony Brown's way, and then you don't have him, and you're like, oh, boy. Maybe he was a little better than we thought. So I think I think Leighton's going to be a, a big factor in this ball game and for this defense. Babe, uh, Dak was horrible at the end of the season, and he was horrible in the first game of the season. Uh, Three points scored. This Cowboys offense against this Buccaneers defense could look like what, in your opinion? Well, they they just – Tampa Bay locked down the Cowboys receivers in that first game. Um, I I think at some point here they're going to have to take some deep shots, and I mean early, double move, get the – Tampa Bay defenders off them. You go back, I looked at the game. Every ball was basically contested. I mean, they they jumped routes. They, they were not 
afraid of a deep threat in that in that game. Tampa Bay did not appear to be. So I, I honestly, if I'm telling more, I, I try to back them off early with a couple of shots, and I always call them investments. You don't even need to hit them necessarily. <laughs> Obviously, you want to, mm. right? But all of a sudden, when that corner realizes, oh, geez, they may try to run by me here, they they play things a little bit differently. Um, I think T.Y. Hilton, I would have him more involved in this game because if you want to talk about somebody that can run by you, even at 33, it's still T.Y. Hilton. Um, you know, Noah Brown may be the best route runner, um, but he just doesn't threaten anybody with his speed. So they're, they're going to be jumping all those those short and Back them off a little bit with a couple of double moves early. Don't wait till the fourth quarter and, and then play the game from there. Babe, last one, few seconds left. Your thoughts on the Mike McCarthy job security that we may or may not have started Tuesday. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of laugh. I mean, only from the standpoint that this is a guy that's gone 12 and 5, right, consecutive years, and you've been to the playoffs two consecutive years. You, you, we, can, we all know the stats. No coach, no team. The Cowboys haven't made it. I mean, they're 12 and five. They're not sneaking in. Right. I mean, Tampa Bay is, let's face it, they're sneaking in in a bad division at eight and nine. Cowboys would have had the opportunity to do that in 2020, but obviously they were they were poor that year, went through a lot of quarterbacks, the whole nine yards. But uh, I mean, to me, you want to be like the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that means knocking on the door every year. Pittsburgh's always knocking on the door. Doesn't mean they get there, doesn't mean they win it. But if you get there enough, eventually you're going to break through and you go back to so many of these playoff games. And I, I know we got to wrap this up, but you know, New England doesn't win if there's not the tuck rule in 2001 and Adam Vinatieri hits a 45 yard field goal in a damn blizzard, right? Yeah. The, the non-call pass interference against the Rams. They don't make, they don't make the Super Bowl. If that is officiated correctly, it's, it's New Orleans, right? I mean, the list goes on and on about one play turning the fortunes of a game. So you just got to hope you stay close and you hope that the, the ball bounces your way. I mean, as we know, the ball bounces funny ways. It is not a perfect game. There's going to be things that happen in the game that you're going to have to And you, you just got to try to be the team that can do it. Awesome stuff. Thank you, brother. As always, have a great trip and a great call. We will be listening. Babe Laufenberg on the Diamond Factory Hotline. We have video of the Odell incident and his Sean Payton coaching in Texas, just not for the Cowboys. Final hour Thursday after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 